0: Welcome in to the Old Soul, New Soul Astrology Podcast. Robert Glasscock, Thomas Miller here, and we're going to roll right into our series that we've been doing on Saturn in Pisces related to the various signs. We are at the next cardinal sign, the sign that is ruled by the moon, Cancer. So Robert, for Cancer Risings and Cancer Sun Signs, how do we think about Saturn as it's transiting through Pisces?
1: Ah, transiting Saturn in Pisces is in a closing trine to Cancer Sun or Cancer Ascendant. It's in the ninth house position for the next two years. It enters Aries in May of 25. This period in a Cancerian's life, Cancer Rising, Cancer Sun, is so prime for spiritual and psychological and metaphysical growth on the one hand. Second of all, that translates into what is referred to as higher knowledge in the sign of cancer, in the sign of Pisces related to cancer. So, in that ninth house, a lot of Cancerian people may, especially depending on their ages, but even older, be thinking about taking some courses or even going back to school. To get some kind of certificate degree diploma they're they're searching for a deeper higher knowledge that can make a difference in their lives really on every level it's a, a change in their whole thought processes some of this is spirituality they may find a religious group for example it has tremendous appeal to them and they may join that uh, they may find a spiritual group that maybe is not traditionally religious. But it serves that same purpose. They're looking for this, not to put a too fine a phrase on it, they're looking for this direct connection with the all that is, or God, if you will. So it has a tremendous spiritual and emotional component to it. But it also has a very practical in terms of their ambitions. They may be thinking about becoming a counselor, of some kind, a psychologist, a teacher, which is very consistent with cancer rising or cancer sun signs. It's one of the natural signs of a teacher. It's a, a huge move forward in terms of their awareness. They may begin to explore things like psychology, but also past life regression, metaphysics, spiritual psychic guides, dream interpretation, All these kinds of metaphysical disciplines that sometimes don't seem to have much practical value, but in fact, they do. Because this is a period for the next two years where Cancer Rising has this kind of spiritual epiphany, if you will. And they realize that they have a direct connection with all of humanity, in a sense. So they often will have a sense of mission. That's coming into their lives uh, to help people to serve disadvantaged segments of society, to join groups or find jobs with organizations, nonprofits, educational institutions that serve different segments of the population. It could be seniors. It could be disadvantaged children, the homeless, uh, the environment. They, this is a very cause oriented kind of transit so they're looking for something much larger outside of their personal spheres to connect with part of that can even involve travel a significant not just going to las vegas but travel in relationship to this kind of awakening spiritually that's going on they may go to a place like sedona in this country or they may go to machu picchu different countries that are associated with spiritual kinds of ley lines, as we call them, so that there's that whole urge to expand and connect with more people outside of their normal sphere, including in other countries, so they can do this travel online as well as actually physiologically getting on planes. But either way, their whole... Um, outlook on life is changing in a very positive way they're getting in touch with a deeper and more real part of themselves if they've been preoccupied with work and family issues and the day-to-day routines this these next 2 years are taking them beyond those considerations to how can i be of help and service to a larger segment of the population, either in my town, my state, or maybe even globally through the Internet.
0: Does that make sense? It does. And I'll tell you what's going through my mind. We talked in the last episode about that closing square when we discussed Gemini. And now you're talking about this closing trine, setting all these things up for the positive, And then in two and a half years, when it hits that square... It's almost like then there's this pause, shift,
1: redirect. You know, and I agree. And in a lot of ways, the transit of Saturn going through Pisces for Cancerian people is almost like finding your guru, if you will. That can be a literal person. You may meet the Dalai Lama (laughs) or his equivalent. Or you may find a psychic guide, which is a part of yourself. It's not some entity. It is a part of you, but it is greater than you. And it may be personified as a higher guide, a man or a woman with a name. And you can find even more than one with Saturn in Pisces. But experiencing things like psychic guides, reincarnation, metaphysics and spiritual growth that's a big part of this translate that though to the other side of this saturn in pisces for cancers is education it can be informal doesn't have to be formal but if you're looking to become a therapist let's say you have to have certain degrees to do that and the idea of saturn and work and being committed to some some goal that you, you really yearn to achieve. It, if it's something you love to do, then it doesn't feel like so much work. But this idea of getting more education and more exposure to bigger and broader ideas and people is a big part of this transit. And certainly the environment is. Getting actively involved in any environmental issues, as well as animal rights indigenous people's rights, on and on and on. So it's both an emotional and idealistic and, frankly, spiritual kind of transformation that's going on here. It's a wonderful position yeah, for people with cancer rising. really cancer is. Sun. I'll tell you, I
0: cancer, in, and I, I don't like to bring this in too much, but in my own chart, cancer sits at the cusp of the second house with no planets in there. And I had this epiphany one day, just looking, just staring at the chart. You know how you just stare at your chart and you go, oh, (laughs) it was one of those, right? It was like, and what I realized is, and you're talking about this whole spiritual theme. The reason I'm mentioning this is when I realized that for me, when I had money inspirations from within, they always worked out better than when I sat down and tried to draft a business plan. For example, and people who listen to my other podcasts know my story about getting really integrated into audiobook narrating when I was getting ready to go on a bicycle ride, filling up my water bottles, and I heard this prompt so loud it was earth-shattering that said, email Fred Dodson about narrating his audiobooks. It was clear, it was short, And thank God I set the water bottles down and drafted an email before I went on the bike ride. It was that loud. That worked out. But there are a plethora of ideas and plans that I had in my own head in my younger years before I realized that, that didn't work out. They're boneyard. So what you're talking about in this ninth house realm also includes this inner drumbeat this inner inspiration doesn't it
1: absolutely and really that's the heart of it i uh, i didn't discover my own psychic guide till i was um oh 35 38 and um, it really does become a sort of internal personification of for lack of a better word god or as the seth books call it the all that is But it's the same voice that you hear saying, email Fred Dobson about narrating his audiobooks. It can be something as direct as that. And it seems to come from a source that is beyond you. And it is greater than you, but it's also a part of you. These psychic guides are not something separate from us. They're part of us. They're just greater than we are. It's a larger, more expansive area of consciousness. And once you've connected with that, it's yours forever, really. And you can pay attention to it as often or as little as you like, but it's always there. So in a sense, it frees you from having to depend on external sources for that connection with God, so to speak. It's a a personal, a personal direct, it's like reestablishing the umbilical cord that got cut when you were born.
0: Well, for those of you who are Cancer Rising or Sun, this would be a really important part of understanding that archetype in your own life, is that it is unique in the way that, and Pisces also does this, Neptune does it, the moon, there are symbols in the chart that connect us with our Inner voice, our inner drumbeat. I like the use that, just that cadence of borrowing that Roseanne Cash line about her dad, you know, and the the always the rhythm driving behind everything in his life. Well, this is one of those rhythms that you can tune into, and once you get to where you hear it, it is an absolutely beautiful thing. And one of the things that you do, I I think what I like to do with it is, whenever you get an inspiration. Make sure that what that inspiration or what that little voice or what it was that told you what to do, be sure you're in compliance with that. Be sure you're moving in that direction. And then you wait and you do that the very best you
1: can until you get the next instruction. And you just keep going. You know, there's another element of this Saturn in in Pisces transit for Cancerians. And that is, um, it sounds difficult maybe and it is it is the loss of a loved one sometimes it's a mate it can come through divorce it can come through separation it can come through death either way that it comes and it doesn't have to be for everybody but there is this sense of losing a loved one who's been in your life for a long time. It could be a family member. It could be a spouse. It could be a brother and sister. It could be a parent, somebody. Uh, And uh, the reason for this is to make you realize where did they go? If it's a divorce, it's different. If it's a death, where did they go? It opens this door for you to become more acquainted with what death is and what it isn't, and how to stay in touch with someone that you've loved and lost, if that makes any sense. But that's also a part of this transit for people with Cancer Rising, Cancer Sun. Very interesting.
0: Well, this series is amazing. I mean, Robert wanted to do this because it was coming up so much in his readings, and that's why we're doing the Saturn in Pisces series because it is such a drumbeat for all of us. Cancers, you have an extra advantage. You have that You have that antenna to the home office, as my buddy in Colorado Hemet loves to say. And we so much appreciate you listening. We have a plethora of stuff in the show notes, including our shop, where we have T-shirts, coffee mugs, journals. Robert's reading link is in there, and much, much more. Everything we have going on here is there in the show notes. Thanks so much for listening. We really appreciate you. And if you like what we're doing, please leave us a favorable comment in Apple Podcasts if you're listening from there. We'll see you next time on the Old Soul, New Soul Astrology Podcast.